from the Far East to the Great West. The podcast that celebrates the red-headed stepchild of the Kung Fu genre, Bruce Broitation. Welcome to the Clones Cast. Here are your hosts, Michael and Matthew. Welcome to the Clones Cast. How's it going, Michael? Uh, welcome. Yes, it's good. We are all fine. Thank you for yeah. asking. Yeah, you're you're out there in. Uh, have you opened up in in LA? Are you in stage one or stage two? Uh, stage one. Gyms haven't opened yet, which uh. is I'm very excited for. So I can stop working out uh, on like <laughs> creeks and in parks and things like that. Which it's, I mean, I mean, you've you been know, doing the Bruce Lee, the man, the myth thing. Yeah, with all the full weird on man, the myth. <laughs> That's right. You know, he was like out in that like weird area. It was just like a bunch of wooden spires. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I can't find you. those. Yeah. <laughs> That's All right. Well, um, this is the third time ever we have a guest on, and it's Bulletproof Action Zone, Chris the Brain. Hey, Chris. Hello, guys. And, you know, I was hoping that Michael would finally admit to having that uh, mainframe computer to work out with uh, since he can't go to the gym. <laughs> oh. That's right, the electrode. I actually do have a TENS unit, though, but it's not quite as impressive as in the movies. But Yeah. Well... Uh, this movie, uh, we'll get right into it here. Um, Chris suggested it to us. Um, I know Michael knows it well. This was my first viewing, and I was given a couple options in terms of what cut. We'll get into that in a bit. Um, but yeah, it's called Bruce Lee in New Guinea. Thanks a lot for that, Chris. Oh, you're, you know, you really just have yourselves to thank because yeah, uh, yeah. you guys mentioned it so many times on the podcast. And, you know, I never miss an episode of the Clones Cast. And if you're listening, you shouldn't miss one either. But, um, you know, because, uh, you know, and I think Michael brought it up uh, a few times. You can only look for a finger book so many times. You can only <laughs> play the game of death so many times. You can only tell Bruce Lee's life story so many times at some point. You have to do something completely different, and Bruce Lee in New Guinea is absolutely something completely different. There you go. Good points. I ran into a guy. I was out on the Hong Kong movie database, and I was trying to figure out all the people in this, and I ran into one of the guys. Oh, I think it's, uh, um, yeah, Leek Chung. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. He yeah. he was in a bunch of Bruce Lee too, but in particular, something I haven't heard you bring up yet, Michael, is... Um, it's the Bruce Lee versus the what are they called the Shaolin like stickmen or something like that. There's even Enter the Shaolin stickmen or something. Oh, sh- Shaolin bronze men. <laughs> yeah, maybe? the bronze men. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> bronze sticks. It's all the same. Little break. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> they all, they I guarantee. All break. Yeah, in Bruce Boytation, they were definitely spray painting the sticks bronze. So. <laughs> well, let's. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Let's let's go into this wonderful piece of work. Yeah, let's get in there. Um, I want to know, because I can't figure it out, who directed this? Uh, this guy, uh, Yang Chiao, did it. It was his first movie. Okay. Uh, does, it, does it show? Yeah, <laughs> no. it, it, um. it is him. It, I saw him written there, but I saw somebody else say Joseph Kong, which I knew was the fake name of another guy. I don't know. 
it's confusing. Right. Yeah, Joseph, Co- yeah, who did uh, Bruce's Fingers, etc. I right. think, you know, I mean, you know how these names get thrown on here, but this is a, <laughs> a specific director. He didn't do he didn't do too much. He did like about six films, but he was a producer. He was a producer on a film that was I think simultaneously in the, you know, he also wrote it. He wrote he wrote this and another film called Bruce Lie the Invincible, which we haven't mm. done yet, but it is a lot of the same cast like Bruce Lie and Chan Singh. Um, Tell me Dana's back. Dana, no, she's not in that <laughs> one. But what's funny about that one is that there's this mask. It's like, the, I forget what they call it, the Shaolin Invincible mask that, that Chan Singh puts on. And then he turns into Mars. And so it's like, I think they were probably trying to pull him out of that movie to stick him in this movie because they were shot the same year. So they were probably working back and forth. Oh, that's cool. And, you know, I just love the connected stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what the other thing that's connected is we'll get into is that that movie also features gorillas. So I think that there was some overlap going on with uh, with both movies. There's this wacky bastard that's a part of it, just like, no, we need another ape. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, the other one does have two. This one, this one's just a, a oneer. But yeah, that's that's the director's first time up. But he's a, he's a writer and a producer as well. Okay, so I want to get into who's in it, and then I want to jump to what versions are out there. So um, we know Juan Lee, who I'll just call Bruce the whole time, like I always do, is was, was Bruce Lai. Um, and then his buddy is what, Chun Sing, I think is his name in the show. And then he has a – he was Larry in, Lee you're talking yeah, about. Larry Lee, his, but, yeah, Larry mm-hmm. Lee, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Larry Lee. And if anybody ever looked like a Larry, it's Larry Lee. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you told me that guy's name is Larry. Yes, I believe you 100%. Leisure suit Larry. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else are the big players of this, Michael? Chan Singh, of course, is of probably course. A, you know right up there with Ku Fang and uh, you know a couple others as the ubiquitous either heroes or bad guys in these movies. Bolo joins him in that probably. In fact, yeah. in this case, we get both Bolo and Chan Singh. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he was good. It was it was really cool. Those they, I would say this one really the fight scenes hit home. I mean, they were really good. Yeah, there was a there abundance. A guy uh, named uh, Wong Mei does the action. He actually did do that Bruce's fingers, which was a Joseph Kong film, and he did do Bruce Bruce Lai, the Invincible. And okay. uh, but he was but he was also an actor in in, in the Bruce Bloitation ties. He was uh, he was in uh, Man the Myth. He was in that when you were just talking about earlier off air. Dragon Lives Again. Bruce Lee and I, etc. Awesome. Um. Anyone else that we should worry about? Uh, we did. We talked a moment about Dana. I think this was her only Bruce Plantation film. I saw she was big in uh, in like Agroman or something like that. Well, she actually did uh, Edge Super of Inframan. Fury. Edge of Fury. Oh. Yeah, you got it. Inframan. Edge of Fury. What is that? That's it is. Uh, yeah, it is. We haven't seen yet. Uh, it's uh, Lisa Nam and uh, Curata, um, Bruce Lai. Wow. All right. She also did uh, Storming Attacks, which is another Bruce Lai movie. No kidding. So, yeah, she's done three. Yeah, she's done three. And they were actually all done. I think they're all done the same year. They're all 78. So she was just getting spit up with Bruce Lai. And just yeah. this one, I guess she, she got a little She got a little closer to him in this one than normal. I, I think this, if you look at like when a film was made by the time it was released, she was just done with filmmaking. I think that she had that little like five years. And obviously they you know, knew what she was willing to do on the camera. So anyway, I like yeah. Dana. I think she did a great job. 
Thanks. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Dana. Shout out to Dana. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to know the versions. So I, I'm i just so um, over watching the super blurry ones that even though there was an Australian one out there that's uncut, I just couldn't watch it. So I watched mm-hmm. the Amazon Prime version. Mm-hmm. And what's weird about that is um, – I was looking at the time of each one. So the Amazon Prime version is an hour, 35 minutes. The uncut version is an mm. hour and 25 minutes. So I kind of huh, went side by sense. side with these suckers, and I tried to figure out what was cut. And I, I went pretty It must slow. have been the nudity, right? So they cut the nudity, which should make our cut version shorter than the other version. Uh-huh. But what happened instead, I realized watching the scene where, he warm, where she warms up our Bruce, um, the uh-huh. two versions side by side, it's sped up. The oh, uncut version is actually faster. She undresses at like double speed versus the <laughs> versus the Amazon Prime uh, Wu Tang one. That's yeah, funny. There, there was one on YouTube that it almost seems like it was a TV cut because there'd be like black spaces, like almost like this is where a commercial would go, and they censor out some of the bastards and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. There's that one. The there's language. a really long black place right where the nudity was. Right is is now now are all the nude scenes in? I mean, here we are talking about the nude. I can't believe it. But there's the scene, the whole thing that goes on forever on the beach where right. they all run down right. the river or the the ocean rather. And then we've got a couple of the scenes with Chan Singh and his little feather that he's tickling everybody yeah, right. for a while. Yeah. And, okay, and then yeah. the one with Dana and Bruce. Of course, yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Here's the weird yeah. thing. Another thing, there are two versions of the beach scene. One with the girls clothed and one with the girls unclothed. Right. I've noticed that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they filmed it twice because they knew different markets. Yeah. Because I'm like, they could not, there was not the technology to dress these women again. And then I started thinking, well, did they put them in like a fake, like, boob suit? And I'm like, I just don't. And I'm like, no, this is obvious because there's like, when they're dressed, he's really aggressive with them. And when they're naked, he's sort of frolicking around. The, yeah, the like bed. falling before he gets yeah. near them every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that was well, well thought out. So which version yeah. did you watch, Michael? I have uh, a Video Gems version of it. Actually, it's funny. It was That's how I originally saw it was on, on video. I never saw it in the theater. And so I um, had an old Video Gems clamshell case of this film. But it, that one does have all the nudity in it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's I a I mean, sh- it's all cropped. You know, it's four by three. It's not, yeah. you know, any sense no, of widescreen. No, exactly. But, that's the yeah. problem. The, I think the best one for everyone to watch is the Wu-Tang one. It's widescreen. It, uh, like, the quality is really nice. And honestly, if you really need to see the 15 seconds of 1978 blurry boobies, just jump out on Google and you'll be fine. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Which version did you see? So I uh, re-watched the Amazon Prime version like you, mm-hmm. but when I originally watched it, uh, probably about two years ago almost, it was on YouTube, but it was an uncut uh, uh. version on YouTube that had the uh, naked girls frolicking with the <laughs> with the gorilla and yeah. and the and the big feather and you know the, the wizard tickling them and yeah it, and it had all that stuff so that's okay. why when I, I went to go watch that again and it was like it's it's disappeared i don't know yeah. what happened to it. it went into the youtube ether i guess i looked on the dark web and couldn't find that damn thing either so what we got out there <laughs> until michael finds us uh, the reels and scans it for us <laughs> yeah that's right this is it all right. Well, well that's I'll cool. make. I'll make sure and get this. Uh, I'll make sure and do that one specifically for you. Blu-ray for Matthew. Thank you, Bruce very Lee much. New Guinea. Yeah. Yep. Or oh. also known as Bruce Lee in New Guinea. And I actually have a post. I have the original Hong Kong poster for this, but I also oh. have 
an American version that they re-released it as Last, I think Last Fist of Fury. And the poster has him kicking the uh, the white guy that shows up with the beard. And it says, featuring Bob Wall from Enter the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Bob Wall in Enter the Dragon. Yeah, yeah like if good. Bob Wall ate, I don't know, <laughs> all of the Three other Bob I'd, Walls? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, not the really heavy guy. Oh, He's the guy okay. with the beard. He's got the full-on beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, this jumps right out. Uh, the intro music and the opening is epic. Love the music, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'm putting that right here. <laughs> there you go. Good tune, good tune. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I noticed in the in my copy, directed by Kong Hung, <laughs> which is what started my down the path of who actually directed this. I knew it wasn't somebody named Kong Hung, but I, I got you now. And then... Um, yeah, uh, right away we get our, our first fight. Um, I'll let you take this one, Chris. What'd you think? First fight? Well, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, this made me uh, not want to take up jogging to kind of get rid of this <laughs> uh, extra pounds I put on uh, working from home and all this quarantine and having the refrigerator. Because you find out you go jogging and guys will just start picking a fight with you. And they're like, are you practicing Kung Fu? And he's like, I, I don't understand why they asked that because all he was doing was jogging, but. What? What's jogging in these movies is like women getting in showers in horror films. You know, totally. you know what's going to happen every time. <laughs> and you true. notice it happens so often up in that area above Hong Kong that they yep. put in these. Yeah, this is where Ron Van Cleef was attacked. There's another time Bruce Lee was attacked. Um, Dragon? No, not Dragon. It was uh, Bruce Lee. He was attacked up there in Deadly Fingers, right? Yeah, uh, you're right. Yep, yeah. which would which would probably <laughs> cause the uh, whole Joseph Kong, uh, you know, oh yeah, confusion good, here. Yeah, good call. Yeah, and obviously something that's going to get like uh, my notes. I'm just like, who would want to you know try to rob a gesturing Bruce? But we figure out that it's his like grandma's necklace or something. It's it's a throwback yeah. to the big boss of him and having the necklace. And in this case, he swaps it for her grandpa's ring or whatever. But yeah, I just saw that as like kind of the necklace. They want it. He takes it off, throws it to them, kicks their ass, and then puts it back on. It was sort of like the Bruce thing from The Big Boss. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and also the kind of yellow tracksuit made me laugh. <laughs> it wasn't really the yellow tracksuit, but it's an approximation. Yeah, it makes a couple appearances. Yeah. It's like those yellow Nikes that they sold that look like Bruce Lee stuff, but Bruce never wore them. <laughs> Well, um, so it's weird. He gets in this fight. This dude pulls up. It's his buddy. He's like, hey, what's this all about? He's like, yeah, nothing. He's like, well, cool. I wanted to talk to you. Come back to my place. It's yeah, so cash. <laughs> it was good. But then this part is when I knew we were talking about a serious movie. So his buddy, he's going there to try to learn the devil sect martial arts or whatever. And Bruce is, in this case, um, some anthropologist or something like that. And he wants to go over to... Um, learn the cultures of, I think, the Luna people or whatever. We're yeah, getting the uh, the Lunar sect and the Devil sect. Okay, there you go. So the Lunar there sect, I think, is why Bruce is on this way. But I don't know. It, obviously, it doesn't work out that way. They get there. They meet a couple idiots. Yeah. Anyway, we won't jump ahead too far. Um, it's really funny. So we established the Devil sect, the Lunar sect, whatever. This is the weird part. His cousin's there, and oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, your cousin's here. You know, she misses you. She wants to take you to dinner. He's like, uh, can't, gotta go. Heading to New Guinea. And then the airplane, it's awesome. 
the cousin yeah. cousin she, love yeah. thing yeah 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 it's a little i think up there I, you know and it's hard to say if cousin is really literal like sometimes their cousins are like 20 cousins removed so they're like yeah whatever okay i'll, I'll hook up you know? yeah you mentioned that on an early one for me because i'm like he's calling her sister and then he goes to try to rape her and you're like yeah he meant it more as like an honorary title of sister, not I'm raping my sister. <laughs> All right. Well, we make it to New Guinea, and it's time to do a little banana hunting. Jeez. <laughs> oh, That's what the cousin was trying to do, I think. Yeah, that was a pretty funny. Oh, banana hunting. Look at you, you dog. Boom. That's right. That's right. This is where we bring in uh, <laughs> you, you Taiwan and his buddy. They had two guides. Okay, I was wondering about that. Yeah, who are those guys? Uh, well, they're just ubiquitous fighters, you know. Actually, I think both of them were in it. Another dragon, you know, as extras. I know wow. one of them for sure. Um, a couple, actually, a few of the guys from another extras from another dragon are in this, and they're all they always they're casting all the weird eye wandering eye characters. I was, <laughs> was going to say from, from central casting in Hong Kong. Interesting. Yeah, and they they were good fighters. I mean, the gorilla scene, some other ones. They, they you know, they they're spry. They obviously have control of their bodies in a pretty good way. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 the guy that plays the friend to the son of Chan Singh, uh, Adi Song Gumba, uh, Song Goi Loi. He's um, he was in Enter the Dragon. There's a famous shot of him when Bruce is fighting, and it cuts to a kind of him in the background, a close up, and you see his one eye is up and the other eye is down. You know, he's got that look, so he, he gets a real good. Featured shot in the dragon, but uh, it was Forrest Whitakering him. Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> I don't mean no offense, Dad. I love you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. So uh, stolen fruit. It was slapstick scene. A couple of the guides. I guess we're calling them guides. The guides are you yep. know leading Bruce and his buddy to go find what they were going to find. They haven't done anything else yet, but we're going to go get some food so they steal fruit from these two local guys that are part of the horrible clan and um i don't remember exactly how it, it's just stupid suddenly everyone's eating fruit. well and Bruce that's a, it's an interesting something. right it's an interesting part of this is that just the note is that the these this is how these tonally are so weird is because the comedy and it's so broad and over the top goofy like a kid's movie but then you've got all these naked women so it's such a strange balance Right, and it's so Jerry Lewis, but also the the music yep. they play. It's straight like that. It makes me think of Fist of Fury when he goes in as the mm-hmm. telephone repairman. They do a couple of yeah. those. Yeah. You know, the, hey guys, this is supposed to be funny. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then you notice when there's the fighter that comes in a little bit where Nick comes in and starts fighting. They're in the background, like, throwing kicks while they're watching the fight. Like, the the director just had them going so <laughs> over the top of this whole movie. That's awesome. All right, well, um, so here comes the girl. Uh, this is where we meet the princess. She comes running in. Um, it, I Yeah, Bruce stops them. Uh, they go back, tell the big boss that she's dead, and... Then we start, the bros start fighting over the pearl, right? Yeah. Yep. Follow my notes. So we get our first, our second real fight, and um, this was, haha, I'm double-crossing you. I'm actually going to get this, and I think you are too, so I'm going to kill you. Now why harm them? Huh. It's simple. Without them, you won't find the snake tribe. Huh? You were planning a double-cross. Huh. Well, weren't you doing the same thing, though? I don't know. 
Anything you guys want to talk about that sequence? Well, first off, this is where we get our introduction to the theme music of Once Upon a Time in the West that gets used in a lot of the... Yeah. You know, slips into a lot of these movies. And it's a, it's a funny scene because, you know, it's sort of like, ah, you're going to, you know, we're going to have a friendly test because I want the pearl and he's, you know... And then they fight and then it's sort of like, hey, hey, it's all good, it's all good. We're all... And they're just like, yeah, let's just shake hands. <laughs> it's like, that fight was good. I were buddies, you know? Yeah, though, so he, he was like, you're good. It's like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, and we get our big beach fight with the sect right after. Uh, I guess with the snake slash devil sect. You mean where Chan Sing's fighting Bolo yeah. and, uh, yep. and Lee Hoi Sang? Yeah. Yep, the big beach fight. Um, after that, it's time for Nick to fight the Goofy Grand Wizard. And I called him the Goofy Grand Wizard, obviously, just because of the sound and dialogue. It was quite goofy. Like When he comes up, the mask is just sort of like really bad... Halloween store. What do they yeah, call it's those like stores? A, it's a it's a silver shamrock mask, I think, from Halloween three. It, it could be if somebody could Wait, play so that music. It's, a, it's the skull mask, isn't it? It's yeah, the skull. he's got like the skull yep. thing on. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks cheap, and you know, yeah. it's like the monkey. You see the human eyes with the skin I know. right there. It's like not really scary. And then the overdubbing is really what killed it. He's like, "Oh, hello, I'm Evil Master Wizard." <laughs> you know, you're just like, That's "Wait." True. I have three you know ways to kill you. Let me describe them to you. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? You must have heard of me. I'm the great wizard guru. Oh? You're up to no good. I'm sure of that. Huh. If you want to know, I've come here to get the snake pearl. That pearl belongs to the snake tribe. It's their treasure. You try to steal that and you'll die. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, one thing I wanted to throw out filmmaking wise, the reverse jumping out of the tree, you know, to reverse jumping into the tree. I'll never get tired of that. Which one's this? Is it's, this you're not, you're fighting using, Bolo? Yeah, or? not using wires. No, this was when uh, Nick was fighting. Um, oh, right, yeah. They could just, you know, jump up in the tree. There's yes. one scene where they both jump up in the tree, and then I guess they decide it's not a great place to fight, so they jump back out of the tree. Jump back down. So yeah. it's like. You're seeing the actual jump out of the tree, and then before that, the reversal up into the tree. It was pretty funny. I like the yeah. uh, dialogue that leads up to this fight, too, where Chan Sing's like, you're up to no good. I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, Bolo has, like, a, a kind of a George of the Jungle moment where he just kind of sent into the tree, doesn't he? Right, and nothing says strength like sending Bolo up into a tree, right? <laughs> Right, and Bolo's voice in this one. Yes, poor very choice. erudite. It's it's he's very like put together, man. He's like not so like usually you're right. He's like the total dumbed down dub. And this time he's like, "Hello, I'm going to teach you a lesson." Right. Yeah, and you, I I pointed out to you many times, Michael, that they bring Bolo in, and I I feel like it was like deadly fingers. I was slightly disappointed that he was just so slow, and you pointed out that you don't bring Bolo in because he's fast you bring him in because he's formidable and he's gonna lift you up and throw you but in this case i feel like this was he was he'd been working out you know he's he was faster and he seemed way more formidable so yes except he goes what does he say he goes i'm gonna teach you a lesson and he throws like three moves and he goes well maybe you should fight my master (laughs) yeah that's just where that dialogue goes right here All right, you. But I dare you to fight my master, though. <laughs> fight my master. 
Uh, so this was weird. My copy, Fight My Master, we don't, yeah. And I think this is the same for a lot of versions, but uh, Wan Lee or Bruce goes, he just comes back to Hong Kong and now he's, you know, emo. <laughs> he's just, he's. Right, but now do you, like, when you saw it, does it show what's Larry looking around for him at first and they can't find him and he's like, yeah. what, what am I going to tell his parents? And then they Thank show you. his parents and then, yeah, okay. Yeah, I actually thought about that scene at length because I thought about, like, the people making up the dialogue they're watching like what could they be saying on the beach and then it shows his parents but then i you know following the whole plot i'm like okay they probably had a guideline around it but yeah it was so funny he's like he didn't come back what are we going to tell his parents and it cuts and they didn't even look for parents. him yeah yeah right it's like, well, he well and when they're having that uh discussion on the beach before uh, larry leaves they're like Oh, I fear the worst. And Larry's like, what's the worst? Like, what do you think the worst is? He's yeah. freaking dead. What do you... I don't know what else the worst could be in Larry's land, but man. Yeah, it is a, it's a strange... This Now, this part, story-wise, is kind of unusual, I think, for these movies. You know, it's a sort of a strange thing. Isn't it? Like you said, it cuts to the mainland, and then it's like a year later or a year and a half, and then Bruce shows up, and we're not really showing what happened, you know, which is... Which is kind of unusual, and and then he's in there and smoking. We've got him smoking in the bed, and 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 they and then that whole thing that starts happening where she, his cousin, sees him as a snake. Yeah, yeah, those are great. But yeah. it's like we we as an audience are not like hyper overselling it. You're like trying to like go, oh, what's going on? What happened? Now the the sad thing is that whole snake thing. It never really gets sold. You right. know what I mean? It's like I thought. You know, you'd think at this point like. We're going to go back and we're going to find out that his the cure that saved him actually turned him partially into a snake man or something. Right. <laughs> you know, but I thought I maybe he was one of the bad snake people and they had the real Bruce captured because he was being such a dick to everyone. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, so talk about the letdown that it was just the opportunity to do a big flashback. That's right. Very big flashback. Because they love that niece. They're like, flashback. Well, we got to make our own flashback. How about we have him leave the island and then... Yeah, so there's a great couple scenes where the cousin, um, as they put here, uh, right after Fight by Master, uh, yeah, he sees the girl, and first it was the arm snake. <laughs> yeah, she, it's like just, yeah. Yeah, she freaks out. And then there's the other one. It's, of course, like the, hey, uh, you know, I've missed you. How, you've been weird. Well, you, Your parents told you me You know to what? It's so weird, you guys. As we're talking about it, I just totally realized what it was. What did, I, I just totally, I don't know why, but it just, I now I know why. <laughs> The whole point, and everybody probably listening to this is already going, I knew that. Yeah, it's okay. because, remember, she gave him that drug that says, you're going to take this because it's going to keep other gir- you from being your other girl. Right, right. She put yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, so that's what it was. Okay, kind of made him, yeah, made him yeah, unappealing to all other women. Yes, yeah, so he, even his cousin sees him But as they a, didn't a explain that until after, in the flashback, which yeah. I thought was funny. But he, and it wasn't even that heavy of an explain because I didn't quite get it till just now. <laughs> <laughs> 19 million years later. Okay, so I'm about to the Bruce tells his secret, but I have one note item here is monkey, yep. which is the ape, and the marriage proposal. So there's a scene in here before we get to the big flashback where the ape is there. We re- well, we knew from earlier that friends with the lady, but that's when the douchebag comes in and tries to get the marriage. Yeah, tries to propose to her while the monkey's outside right. fighting. Yeah, and then yeah, he comes. The ape comes back in and yeah, okay, got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then San Kawhi, yeah. yeah. We cut back to him and his cousin, and this time she looks at his face. She, like, touches his arm, and his face turns into a snake twice. And obviously she faints. <laughs> That's right. I was going to ask, has anybody ever shown a woman their snake and they passed out? 
Uh, From laughter? (laughs) (laughs) Does that count? (laughs) Yes. I was once going to help somebody with their sewage system, and they were quite impressed with the length of my snake. Oh, nice. There you go. You know, leaders and their followers. But I'm bumped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so uh, his buddy uh, comes up. Bruce like, it's fine for me to tell my secret. He's like, whoa, yeah. I just, you know. Anyway. So then we get back into the movie. We find out that right after that, Nick was like, here are the three things you need to watch out for. Bruce goes against the Grand Wizard. It's a pretty good fight, but of course he fails anyway because he didn't pay close enough attention. Uh, This in the other version is right at the moment we have Boob Beach. But we don't get that in the good versions, the clean versions. Uh, We get Bruce against the... No, it was after that. Bruce has to actually fight him, gets stabbed with the ring. Yeah, then the princess comes to save him. What's really funny in that beach scene when they're all the girls are in it is that when, you know, here we are in the snake tribe, is that when Dane is coming out of the water, her strut is so funny in the nude one. It's like a runway walk, you totally. know? <laughs> yeah. And the girl behind her was kind of like more like kind of fixer dress, like, oh, God, am I, you know, am I immodest? Oh, in the clothes? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, got it. That's hilarious. Um. So yeah, the princess comes to save him. There is a version that they get the ape. The ape goes down and beats up the up. cross-eyed people. Interesting about, thing about that, <laughs> the, the couple different scenes, the one with the fully clothed one versus the nude one. The fully uh-huh. clothed one, when the two idiots come, they're actually like in a dark place, like in a cave, kind of stomping their feet, and they come running out. I think it was just a video effect, like they put some filters on it. But in the uh-huh. in the nude version, or it's one. It's opposite, maybe. In the um, non-nude version, they're just on the beach, like st- and they start doing the same right, kind of yeah. stomping. Yeah, it was different because when they were like mm. kind of hidden, and they go see the nudity, and the other one, they're just right there, and yeah. Anyway, funny. Nice comparison. Okay, well, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that one in a long time. <laughs> I'm paying attention. Damn it. Yeah, good man. Okay, so here comes the big scene. Oh my God, he's so cold. I don't know what to do about that. Leave us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she warms him up. Princess warms him hardcore. In my notes, I just said, um, Princess comes to save him nakedly. Yeah, nakedly. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. And then I did see in the other version. She, so one of them, when she's stripping extra fast in the uncut, she does totally go full frontal. And the other one, they just cut it off and that's it. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, there's a fight in this where Bruce mm-hmm. uses a staff against two guys that have the metal claws. Later, is, right? Is yeah. the staff in all versions? Because I feel like I only saw the staff when I was going through different versions. We'll get there, I guess. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, it's in the nude version that I, right. I know. Right, 100%. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if it's like the Nachaku. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's in the Prime version because I, I don't remember that. I don't either. Yeah, he just mm. fought them with his hands. But if you look at the the R-rated version, he gets a staff and he beats the shit out of him. Oh, maybe they took out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We'll double check, or somebody can just yell at me, which nobody ever does. So whatever. Uh, so the son goes and tells dad on him. Um, there's a fight. There's this great scene with the love magic where she's like, "This is the snake stuff." And then there's a great goodbye, Bruce Lee, heading back to Hong Kong. And I'm jumping through all that pretty quickly, the flashback. Anything you guys want to sure. throw in, do it now. 
No, I think that was a, a good recap. I mean, that's where, of course, where the drug gets popped in to make you look like a snake. So we're up on yeah. up on that. Now um, we're we back. also <laughs> kind of get a we kind of get a good look at uh, Dana's shoes at one point, which oh. is the most hilarious, <laughs> like you know, like high heeled like <laughs> pumps you've ever seen that are all yeah. Out. She's she's on the beach and she's wearing stripper shoes. Oh man, you know, there's so a big funny. plastic like uh, whatever you call that part of a woman's shoe. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, and what's also funny is we kind of get a you know better vibe of it in a couple of the shots later. But her play wherever you know they never really show the exteriors. You know they just kind of wander off in the jungle and then they're in these like wild seventies like hippie pads. You know it's just so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well, cool. So he talks to his friend and he's like, "You got to come back with me. We have to save the princess." They change their name to Mario and Luigi and they go down a lot of <laughs> tubes. Okay, not really. So, yeah, they decide they're going to go back and save the princess. So they go back. There's a great scene where they both, he teaches his buddy the rules, and they kind of spar with each other to train in snake style or devil style. Right, this is exactly, this is where we get a little bit of the the traditional kung fu elements with them training on the beach. Yeah. Here's this technique, here's this technique, and yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That whole thing kind of worked because they had that, and then later on he fights. It wasn't perfect, but the... The wizard was definitely super surprised at a couple of the blocks, you know. So it eventually pays off. Yeah. Um, We go back to the princess, and there's this side thing going on now. Like, Bruce is gone. They don't know he's back. They're calling her a slut. Um, I know. That's so funny. You're a slut. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you had sex with a man and got pregnant. You're a slut. That's, that's actually the best, some of the best dialogue in that scene, because that's where they're they're calling her all these names. She goes, and he goes, you broke the rules. Now give us back your princess headdress. <laughs> it's like... Okay, I'm putting that right here. Ankara, you slept with that man, and you have his child. Hm. Right. Princess, you're a slut. Well, all right. And now what? I shall throw the little into the snake pit. Oh, you can't! You can't! <laughs> well, if you refuse, you've broken the tribe rules. You can't be princess. Take the princess crown off her. Right. And that doesn't worry me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. Then, of course, and I guess maybe this is it. Whoever brought up what's worse than death, this is an island where there are horrible hexes and stuff. I mean, would you rather die or would you rather have, like, it so any lady who ever is attracted to you and touches you sees you as a big snake? <laughs> I'm saying it's a loveless world. I guess it is. That, that weird effect shot with the baby is so strange, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my it's God. Like they draw on the frame to make it look like a worm on the frame. And then the kid's moving and the camera's moving, so it like it's moving up and down his face. You must have been there in your life, Michael. You're, like, trying to figure out how to make an effect go. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, when right. I shoot on Super 8, what you would have to do is literally, and you got to look at Super 8 frames. They are tiny, tiny little squares. And so if I wanted a ray gun to shoot out, you'd have to go to each frame and scratch a little ray, <laughs> scratch a little ray, scratch a little ray. And I think it's 18 frames a second, so every second is 18 of those. Oh, and my God. So you have to flashing one, two, three, four. You know, it's four times 18, so you got to do that, whatever that is, 64 That's why the worm was in this for two seconds. <laughs> right, yeah, they're, they're in there. Um, okay, so I am on to the spell and the baby for marriage. Oh, yeah, um, out of the blue. Now we have some Westerners there. I don't know oh, if they boy. showed them earlier, but, yeah, we got some people with guns. 
God, yes, that's right. We've got to got that black eyes voice. Yeah, they, oh. they over the cell that one bad. <laughs> that was God. yeah, cringy, cringy. I know. <laughs> Jeez. And you, like, here's a Caucasian and a Negro. What? And it's like, and then they cut to his voice, and it's just so bad. <laughs> just like Enter the Dragon. Caucasians. Yeah. yeah no. Terrible. I know. Last time Shang Pao came here to find the snake pearl, he just found death. Hey, master, last week, two white men came, and a Negro, also looking for the snake pearl. White men? Yeah. Not a Negro? Yeah. Um, but also, I have always said it, don't bring a gun to a kung fu fight. That's right. That's right. They pull the guns in. Which is a shame, because they straight up murder, um, what's his name? Larry. Yeah, Larry's dead. I know it is a little bit of a surprise. You're like, well, Larry barely made it off the beach. Man. Yeah, the He's three all shot. the three guys run away, and Larry is like gut shot sitting there. I'm like, what? I was affected by that. I'm like, why did you guys I know. do that? Yeah, it's a bastard. Bit, bit of a surprise. They probably had to move him on to the next movie, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then good for him. Yeah, all he's right. still getting paid, Matthew. Don't worry. Oh, it's true. I know. All right. Well, Bruce meets his lady, and. His baby cursed baby. Yeah. He's like, who's this baby? <laughs> She's like, well, let me ask you, uh, Michael, is this the first one where our Bruce person has a baby or a child? Good question. Besides um, when he's playing Bruce Lee and has Brandon and Shannon and a couple right. of them. Right. No, that um, doesn't count. Not like okay, real Bruce count. Lee. Yeah. No, he has to be the imagine, like our imaginary Bruce knocking someone up. That's a very good good point uh, yeah. i don't i can't think of maybe one of his later movies but it's, it's right. not jumping out of me yeah. yeah all right let us know guys marco come on you know you know this is your <laughs> first shout out on this episode for leaving you hanging okay <laughs> um marco yeah so bruce versus the claw crew as i called them this is the one that potentially the staff doesn't have the staff in the mainstream mm-hmm. versions um, and he fights those guys. That was a good fight. Um, then he has the bigger fight with Bolo, but he takes out everyone else first. We've got some people manhandling the lady, but then yeah. stop. It's Bolo time. Yeah, Bo- we got Bolo and um, oh wait, Lee Hoi Sang. Is he dying that one? Man, I think he does not. Or maybe he died earlier. Oh no, he dies in this one. But yeah, and it's it's always funny about those these moves where they do a certain move. Like in this case, it's. Bruce jumps up and does like a double kick on, on Bolo's chest, and then Bolo hits the ground, just kind of throws his hands up in the air and arms up, and then dies. You know, it was like a, <laughs> I guess a chest, the foot to the chest blow that just took him out. Yeah, that's the common thing in these things is getting beat up, and you can lie on the ground for a while, but once your head goes sideways, you, you that's did. it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> All right. And Bolo has that down, man. He's probably done that about a hundred and eighteen <laughs> times. <laughs> Well, I don't want to jump ahead to the end death, but all I can say... Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, so the Weasley son goes and tells his dad, the wizard, and there's the big wizard battle, um, which I thought was a great, great fight. Oh, did I pass it? No, because we haven't killed the son yet. We're going to get there. The snake battles. San, San Kwai, uh, yeah. the son. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, so the, the big wizard battle outside is what it was before they go inside, and that was a great fight. Um, she, he tells her to go inside and get the pearl while he takes on dad. Didn't expect that when he got she got inside that uh, son who's been dying to marry her was just ready to go ahead and rape her and probably murder her on her way to steal the pearl. So it was good. Bruce kind of gives dad an extra 
double kick to knock him down, goes inside, and royally kills the son by kicking him into the snake bath. The snake. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got a little bit of that. You know, he attacked his woman, and you know, and the, you're right. The Chan Singh fight is actually it's, it's pretty good. It carries through. It's like yeah. we got it outside. It goes inside. It goes yeah. back out. They kind of epicked it out a little bit. So. Oh, and there's this great Bruce scene right when he walks in to save the girl, the princess. Um, he It's totally under the dragon. He's got the three scratches uh, yeah. on his chest. Yeah, he's shirtless. It was perfect. I was like, that's under the dragon. Well, that is, I think that's how they use the poster for when I was telling you earlier about the Last Fist of Fury poster that mm-hmm. has, that they call this movie, when they say, from Bob Wall. From, so it had a shot of him. <laughs> kicking him with the scratches on his chest like he's kicking Bob Wall so it kind of really read as oh wow look at this, this is a scene from Enter the Dragon with the ch- scratches and he's fighting bull you know so it's just uh, it harkened to that movie which was you know a common thing with these these posters yeah there's a cool Did- scene right after that where um, the wizard <clears throat> comes back in to fight and I'm sure you've noticed this a thousand times, Michael, because it's finally they're doing something different. They're doing a sideways, almost like a hallway scene, old boy style, where I think it's actually the wizard who's just doing somersaults down the, the frame of the movie. But, you know, Bruce is coming after him behind him. And it's a cool shot because you just don't see that often. God, you know, that's interesting. I wonder if that wasn't in the one I saw, but I'm trying to think of what it was. Maybe it was there. Yeah, it's like right after he kills the son, dad's now super pissed, and it sort of cuts off to the side. You're not in a room anymore, per se, fighting. Mm -hmm. It's showing it from the side, almost like in a catacomb kind of thing. It was cool. It was really neat. Check it out. All right, checking it out again. All right. Yeah, you know what? This movie is endlessly watchable, guys. Just keep put it on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's definitely one of those, you know, there's a lot of, you know, walk, get ambushed, run away. Walk, get ambushed, run away. Walk, get ambushed, run away. So we get a lot of that. You don't need a set for that. (laughs) Yeah, you don't. Well, that's how they worked it. They went, okay, let's see. What can we do the next walk, ambush, (laughs) run away shot? How about that area where everyone's always jogging? We'll get Bruce up there. Get him. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, the, the wizard also gets a bath with his son. But then he jumps out, and, you know, he's got the power of the snakes, devil sect style. So he kind of rips the snakes off himself and becomes mega wizard. And we get the... It's always always important to point out to people, if you don't like seeing animals kind of get tossed around. Oh, yeah. These poor snakes are getting pretty beat up sometimes. Oh, they sure are. Yeah. And we've had this discussion so many times about snakes in these episodes. It's so weird. Yeah. There are a dime dime a dozen out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What's that, Chris? I said, enter the game of death. Yeah. And he's just whipping them at him. And then the one becomes a, a blood hose. Oh, God, yeah. And then I always think of the Ron Van Cleef. Uh, what's his name? The cute little Italian guy. Uh, Bonet. <laughs> he and Bonet oh, yeah. <laughs> having to fight that evil lady with her snakes in, uh, oh, what was that? Black Dragon's Ridge. Black Dragon, yeah. I'm funny. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just looking at a uh, 35 millimeter print of that these guys have and i was like wow. oh, mm, yeah not to buy but to maybe work a deal out get it's a scan, a, yeah. good little movie you know it's a, it's a, be worth getting an upgrade on it yeah. and what are these guys i mean if they get a little percentage of what comes out of it i mean otherwise it's just they do die. well they right. do sometimes sometimes you're, you're paying them just to rent the print but yeah, yeah exactly that's cool um okay <clears throat> final basil he said i gave you a chance and now I'm going to get you. And there's some pretty good stuff. The big dramatic death scene comes after a bit of fighting, but it's a good full minute long of just, uh, 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 
Yeah, his death is yeah. good. <laughs> it was good. So we think it's the end of the movie. We've got it. We're going to go save the baby. Everything's cool. And who comes nope. back? Those nasty Westerners. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we get the... Uh, that's right. We got... Um, that's where we get, which is kind of an interesting aspect again to this movie where it's like you usually don't get this little tag on fight at the end you know right so where do you think they found these guys locals or yeah they're just they always just pull them in off the street you know they're bar owners and yeah. bankers and you know street sweepers whatever you know they just or you know sometimes military guys i mean these guys hairs probably too long to be military but that's it. how they get him pulled off yeah yeah the one guy the mustache guy that was a little heavy you just wonder how he gets in any film but he was a really good sport <laughs> you know he gets his ass kicked the whole thing it was really funny it's a great yeah. scene when he's getting killed because like they give the baby and they give the pearl and then she says to bruce she's like oh my god what now yeah he's <laughs> he kind of giving them both <laughs> right he looks at her and goes Huh. And does the jump in the air? I'm gonna flip in over front their of, head, yeah, yeah, it was great. Because my favorite scene, probably in the whole thing, is he punches the the dude, and it makes the baby flop into his arms. And he catches <laughs> him. It's a real baby. I know they're totally fully using a real baby. Yeah, straight out of Blade, Coochie Coo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the baby's cured, and the cure for the baby, so everyone knows, is take a large chrome <laughs> chrome metal ball. <laughs> And roll it on the baby's face in a circular motion. Takes right. every snake cure and just gets rid of it. Magic. Which reminds me, that means that wasn't a worm on the baby. It was a baby snake. Right, ah, yes. yes. I never, yes, I never yes. thought of that. All right. So, so many America. revelations. So <laughs> yeah. many revelations today. It's We're a great, figuring this plot out. We are. We probably know at this moment, we know more about this movie than anyone on Earth. Than anyone in the movie, the, the the thing one of the things about this too is that it's not he's Bruce isn't doing the over Bruce's you know he's staying pretty oh yeah pretty down to earth and and though the film is you know like one of those sort of conjecture stories where you have this idea of you know what if Bruce Bruce Lee went to do Indiana Jones you know that's right. what we're getting here you know we'll throw Bruce into that so I feel yeah. like I feel like they're just really. Like, at the time, it was sort of like uh, gaslighting one of your stars. It's like, no, listen, this one's going to be yours. I promise. This You don't have to act like Bruce. So, you know, he's suspicious at the point where they're drawing the claw marks on his chest. He's like, wait. Yes. Wait a goddamn minute. And then you get to the end. He's like, what are you going to call this one? Oh, I think we'll call it, like, New Guinea Super Warriors. He's like, that sounds good. So he doesn't see it until the poster comes up. Bruce Lee in New Guinea. He's like, god yeah. dude. I'm not Bruce. I think they all, they also I think another title is Bruce on Snake Island, I think, or <laughs> right. Snake something Snake Island, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would think yeah, this one did not need to have the Bruce Lee name in it other than <laughs> obviously for marketing purposes because you could have I mean, he's not named Bruce. It's not Bruce Lee. Technically, he's not even really in New Guinea. This is an island off of New Guinea. So, I, I don't True. But yeah, so that could have been like, yeah, the Lost Pearl of Snake Island or something. Mm. I don't know. All I can say is, hey, Yang Shi Yao, stop lying. <laughs> stop lying. Okay. Well, we made it to the end. That's the happily ever after. This movie literally shows Bruce and his lady hand in hand, walking away, going to live together for the rest of their lives in happiness. Yeah, there's a nice little uh, wide shot and a little wave and goodbye. Well, as guest, Chris, give us your goods. Like, Yeah, you love this? Is this your favorite? 
This is certainly <laughs> certainly not my favorite okay. uh, Bruce Lai, but definitely again completely different than any other Bruce Lai movie I've ever seen. So if you think different is good, then yes, it's good. But uh, definitely cannot call it my favorite. I do think different's good. Most of the Bruce Plantation movies I'd love have something really different and charming about them, or they're taking a subject and bashing it into the ground until the ground doesn't even know. AKA um, every single one with the Japanese coming against <laughs> Shenzhen or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> They've had a lot of those, but no, I like this a lot. I like that it was different. I told you it was one of the most unique ones since probably, you know, Bruce Lee in the underworld or whatever it was called, which is not the name of it. That's a different one, right? Michael, what's the one where which one? He, he fights Zatoichi and the one arm. Oh, Dragon Lives Again. Dragon, Dragon Lives, again. lives yeah. again. Have we seen Bruce Lee in the Underworld or whatever it's called? Isn't that the well, name? That, well, that's the other. Yeah, that's another title for it. Okay, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. I saw that pop up and I'm like, there can't be two. <laughs> All right, well, Michael, you, uh, you've seen this before years back. Did it hold up? Yeah, it's just a weird one. You're like it's it's interesting because I mean it's just you know bizarre, funny, and like I said, I bought the tape of it, of course, you know, but. Um, the uh, its companion film, which is called Bruce Lee: The Invincible or Bruce Lee: The Invincible, is a mm. lot. I think a lot more interesting. It's got a lot of the same sort of weirdness to it, but has Michael Chan in it. It's it's a semi prequel to Fists of Fury, dealing with Bruce Lee's teacher, um, but uh, does have two kung fu fighting gorillas and, mm. and we got Mars in there and we've got Chan Singh and but. Uh, so I, I prefer that one. I actually saw that one in the theaters, and I and I, I just it's so. And again, the, the opening credits you'll love. It's got a very similar. In fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to rewatch. I think they do the exact same music for both films at the beginning during the credits, and uh-huh. it's a similar thing with him doing a workout. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, anyways, but this yeah, this film's fun. It's just goofy, silly fun, and you know, I mean, there's it's nothing super exciting. No great fights. The cinema, you know the the cinema of it is not, you know, anything spectacular or interesting, but it's it's just weird fun, man. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. That is the key. It's just so much fun. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have news before we get to some messages? <clears throat> I know there's a, a Blu-ray coming out. It's it's um, Chinese Hercules is out on Blu-ray, I think. Uh-huh. Anybody might as well look it up. It's a double feature of the Bruce Lee movie. So, you know, it might be worth picking up. Um, I, I think it's a limited... I think it's a limited Blu-ray, like they were only doing 300 or whatever the number is. So just good to work to look, uh, see what's what's out there on that. But um, yeah, so I noticed that. So, only thing jumping out at me in the second. Okay. No. Well, good enough. Uh, I will throw us to a phone number, which is 424-257-0344. Okay, so let's get to our messages. Uh, first one I have um, is from Marco Diem. He's our German exploitation friend. Uh, yeah. yeah, he, um, I didn't read this one last time because I get confused and sorry, Marco, but he said, uh, you didn't get many messages for some time, so I'll leave you one. You just made a good job for this special genre. Uh, in my youth, there was a time where there were only a few fil- films available on DVD and most VHS releases were hard to get. Also, I couldn't find much information about those films. Nobody was really interested. So he loves us getting the Bruce Boitation going. So he has a little wish. First, next podcast, uh, when this was coming out, was going to be Fist of Fury 2. He thinks it's the best sequel to the first one, even better than the official one, the new Fist of Fury. Um, let's see. 
His he was wish. Fist of Fury 2 is the best sequel. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, says yeah. he'd like to hear in a future podcast about two films with many similarities, and he thinks I'll like it. They're both about a special Bruce Lee book. One has the Bruce Lee Jeet Kune Do book, and the other the Bruce Lee uh, Jiu Jitsu book. Both are with Jack Lee. The clone in the first one is Bruce Lee. The clone in the other is Ray Malonzo. I think Michael yeah, knows him. Right. Marco, the German guy. Yes. Yeah. In fact, it's uh, blanking on the name. I know which one he's talking about because it is another Kung Fu book one. Um, I'll think of the name. But, yeah, I know which one he's talking about. Oh, he uh, he brings it up in a second message. He's like, thanks a lot, Matthew, for totally ignoring me. But he says uh, there are two <laughs> films left, and they are a rip of each other. One is Fist of Vengeance with Bruce Lee, and right, the other is They Call Him Bruce Lee with Bruce Lai, a.k.a. Ray Malonzo. Yeah. L-Y. They call him Bruce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you go. What do you say, Michael? Well, we did. We did. Uh, didn't we? Do, yeah, we did um, Game of Death with with uh, with him. So we did. We did the one with. Is that what he was asking? Was oh no, a, he wants he, us to do Fist of Vengeance, and they call him Bruce Lee because he oh, feels they, call, they okay. are ripoffs of each other, and that's cool. That's true. We can always. Yeah, we can always take. We can always. I think Fist of Vengeance is a kind of a, a good one to do. I mean, that'd be a, kind of a nice one to do. So, yeah, but, definitely, you got it, man. We'll do them. We're gonna get to them for sure. I love it. Uh, we have a guy named Killer Meteor, and he just wanted to point out from last episode um, hmm. that the image that we saw, it was a way of the dragon still at the beginning. Just as in New Fist of Fury, the flashback stills to Chen Zen are actually from Enter the Dragon. Oh, there you go. That's right. And then he also points out the film is from 82, and the footage of Gene Seymour and Jack Klugman was taken at an event from that year. And there's some dialogue there. So, Oh, he's talking about... Um, yeah, he said it's Challenge likely... Of Challenge of the Tiger. Bruce Lee made this around the same time as Bruce Strikes Back in Pieces. Oh, you got it. Right. Exactly. Challenge of the Tiger. I was Yeah, not, we did We yeah. did that one, didn't yeah. we? We did that one. Yeah, and that was the one where he yeah, shows... That was such a great moment where he's... <laughs> they're like clearly filming him walking into this party. He's so awkwardly walking <laughs> oh up to God, Jack Klugman. So and they're like, who are you? Okay, hey, man, nice to meet you. <laughs> it's such a great moment. <laughs> Have you watched? I mean, obviously you guys have. I haven't heard of Bruce Strikes Back and Pieces. Well, I think actually I was. It's funny we're bringing it up because I, that was what I was going to suggest we do next. Is no uh, Bruce Strikes Back? Yeah, because it's a, it's kind of an interesting one. It's an it shot in Italy. Huang Zhang Li's in it. We've got Odd Job and from James Bond. It's great. It's kind of a fun one to do. So I think it it's has a, a, worthwhile. Does that have a mini Odd Job as well? I believe. <laughs> I can't remember the minis in there. It's been a while since I've seen it. I have to double check it, but. But I, uh, they, a, um, it's a good one. It's actually a, a pretty fun one to do. One of one of his later ones. But yeah, in pieces. It's a really funny. I did actually a. Um, if you have the Blu-ray of pieces, the Easter egg on that is me doing an interview about it. But it's um, the uh, it was the same producer who was doing these movies. So so Bruce was in. Um, I don't know if he was. He was in Italy at the time. I mean, he was over there with the French producers, but. There's a scene in this horror film, you know, that was with, um, well, I'm a blank and what's his name? Uh, the big guy from uh, Midnight Express. Um, he was in Conan. Anyways, he's also in Return of the Tiger with Bruce Lai, but he um, he plays the, the, the killer in this. It's about oh. a chainsaw killer. And there's just this one scene where Linda Day George is walking and all of a sudden Bruce Lai just jumps out of the dark and starts punching at her punching at her and having a fight she's like blocking blocking and all of a sudden the guy walks and goes oh hey this is my uh kung my kung fu teacher 
and like chop suey or something. They make this weird <laughs> name. And then she goes, Oh, nice to meet you. He goes, Hey, nice to meet you. And he walks off and it's the weirdest non sequitur moment. It's like, they just said, let's stick him in real quick. You got it. I got 20 minutes to go do a fight scene. And that's how they did it. So, yeah. so see, if you want to see Bruce lay, look at pieces, catch him in there for like literally probably 90 seconds. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, we also have a call. So we have another message. This is from Rob. And here it is. Hey, this is Rob G. And, um, Wanted to leave a message for the Clones cast. Love the show. Been meaning to call in for a long time. And um, just got to thinking, I got the recently released, restored DVD of uh, Fist of Fear, Touch of Death, which I know is a controversial movie in the canon. But it got me thinking about the early Bruce Lee films, the pre-Kung Fu Bruce Lee films, if you will, I was just curious if you guys had seen any of these films, if, you know, if there were even English, proper English translations of any of these films available, if they were worth watching. Uh, the one that makes up the bulk of uh, Fist of Fear, Touch of Death, seems to be kind of a family melodrama. But it just, I've always been curious about this part of uh, Bruce Lee's career because it seems like in the States you just see clips and acknowledgement that this was a thing that happened and really nothing more. So just kind of curious if you guys could uh, talk a little bit about that. Thanks. Awesome. See you. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pre Kung Fu Bruce Lee. We've seen some and you're, yeah, we watched the one that had him as a kid with the toothless thing. Uh, the kid, probably, yeah, yeah from probably. 1950. Yeah, I mean, you know, we when we watched the real Bruce Lee, of course, they stacked a bunch of those during the real Bruce mm-hmm. Lee, and you know, his one of his more famous ones, the the orphan, um, the orphan uh, that he did, um, and, and Thunderstorms, another. I think Thunderstorm and the Orphan are like his two when he was like right in the end, like that was when he was uh, in his he was like 20 when he did those. And um, interesting, he, uh, I didn't know yeah, he'd done they, like things at that age, like twenty. I thought it was all young kids stuff, and then no, he was he was a little bit of a little uh, heartthrob in, in Hong Kong. And what's funny is, you know, he came to at one point when he was meeting his wife Linda when they were in, um, you know, when they were in Seattle. He goes, "Hey, come on, we're gonna take you to a movie." And he took her down to Chinatown, and one of his movies was playing, and she he took her into the theater, and it was like she's like, "Oh, you're, you're in a you're like a movie star," and he was like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she said he was like kind of like he just thought like nah, whatever it is you know he didn't really give a crap you know but it was he just thought it'd be fun to take her to it but it's um they are uh there is a couple of them restored there's probably some more bruce lee fans that would probably know better but they are restoring a number of these i think the orphan's one of them and i've seen some um footage from it, it looks really good and some of them are fun you know if you like actually watching if you're into older cinema, and I watch a lot of old Japanese cinema, for instance, mm. like Ozu and Kurosawa, and, yeah. and even the films that are not martial arts related, but just like you know some of the drama. Ozu's all drama, and you know Kurosawa can oh, you go know, back and forth. That's my jam. That's your jam, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, um, I just uh, some of these older Hong Kong films are, are pretty well made, and it's yeah. cool to watch Bruce just as a young kid thinking, you know, ten years from now he's this major superstar. But wow. yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, you know, uh, The Guiding Light. Um, what the was kid, the one that had him? Really he was like a, a Chinese American in America, I think. Or obviously, sorry, I'll bash my head in really quickly. But no, the point was <laughs> it was like a cowboy thing, kinda. And he was had a wife, 
And there's some scene. Oh, you're thinking, no, you're thinking, here comes the brides. Okay, think, that's exactly TV, what I'm thinking yeah, of. Was, yeah, TV and, episode. And that did. was a bit, oh, it was a TV show. Okay, got it. Yeah, he I've was never just in seen one it. episode. I mean, I saw a clip of it, but I've never, like, sat down to watch that episode, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, how about you? Or have you seen any of these younger Bruce Lee films? You know, other than, like, what you talked about, the footage in the real Bruce Lee, yeah. I have not seen uh, any of these pre- martial arts bruce lee movies yeah and that makes sense you know he kind of quit his he's like i'm a beautiful man but i'm gonna go out in the streets and kick some people's asses before you realize well i'm this is what i'm the best at let's make it go right well yeah it's kind of interesting because he was a, a sort of a little bit of a heartthrob in hong kong you yeah. know these lower and then he comes to america and he just wanted really nothing about it. i mean they sort of make it in the in the the movies that they do on him, like he wanted to be another movie. He he, he was like, I just want to do martial arts stuff. You know, he was teaching then when he did, cause even when he did, uh, when he got to audition for the green Hornet, he wasn't, he was like, kind of like not even thinking about doing movies. They, they saw him at the, the internationals and shot him on film and brought him into interview. And he was kind of like, mm, all right, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. All right. Well, we did it. Those are the end of our messages, guys. Good. Glad to get do some. It. Call in, send some stuff. Thanks, Marco, and sorry I skipped you. And thanks, Rob. That was uh, that was great. I I actually spent a lot of time trying to look up the early Bruce Lee footage just to see how he changed over time. So it's there's surprisingly not that much out there. I mean, mm-hmm. you get that classic. What's that? It was some interview he was doing, and they that's used endlessly, right? Where he's turn your head this way, turn your head this way. It was like a screen. Right, test. that's when he was going for Charlie Chan's number one son, which uh-huh. they ended up deciding to use him in uh, the Green Hornet okay. at that point. Yeah, That was one of the very first things I owned, actually, as a kid, which was, like, huge. Was I had a Super 8 version of that screen test. It was on Super 8 with sound. And, like, you couldn't find it anywhere else. You know, this is back before the Internet, et cetera. And it was like nobody saw it. So I would, I would have these parties where kung fu people would love it because we'd go to like to my karate studios and the martial arts place and, and i would put this on and people would watch it for you know oh, that's it great. like 15 minutes long but it was like people were like enamored to watch and do this little screen test yeah oh it's so funny yeah you know i'm an old school bmxer i used to do bmx flatland writing and that's all we do is just study you know we just watch and watch and watch until you got it so i feel you yeah well, that's the end, guys. We made it. Uh, why don't we go ahead and let uh, Chris the Brain talk about uh, what he does in this world? Yeah, Chris, talk about it. All right. Well, uh, bulletproofaction dot com. We are uh, quick. We are quickly approaching our sixth year. Uh, wow. In August, so uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully, we have some uh, special things for our anniversary month. Also, have the Bulletproof podcast, which we started last year. Yeah. And both Michael and Matthew have been uh, guests on the show. And obviously, you guys are welcome back whenever you'd like. Um, so, you guys could check out that in the archives. Love it. And uh, yeah, one of our upcoming episodes is going to be all about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. And this is to kind of make up for uh, Matthew's horrible uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation when he was on. <laughs> I don't know quiz. what you're talking about, oh, please. It was awful. It was the worst. Uh, so we'll make it up to you, Arnold, and we'll we'll dedicate a whole episode to you. But yeah, Arnold. He called me right after, pissed. He said, he, "I'm sure." He, yeah, he li- Yeah, you know everybody listens. To he the said, "I called your dad, Forrest Whitaker." And I was oh boy. No, anyway, okay, I'm done with all this. Thanks, guys, Chris. It was awesome to have you on. Great to be here. Yeah, hey, Chris. Everybody buy Dynamo. Yeah, it's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, there we go. Yeah, get it while you can. Get it while you can. Yeah. Until next time.
All right. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Peace.